Today's show is brought to you by FreshBooks.com. Get a 30-day free trial at www.gofreshbooks.com backslash gang. The following audio may contain coarse language and other material that may not be suitable for a younger audience. Viewer discretion is advised. Also, we may spoil anything and everything, so you have been warned. I'm Peter Dancy. I'm Jack Newman. I'm Ben Howarth. And you are listening to Movie Gang Podcast. How are you guys doing tonight? I am doing amazing because I get to talk about this movie and I do not have to host, which means that somebody else is responsible for my conduct, which is amazing. <laughs> oh, no. Trust me. Like, this, like I, I'm actually kind of excited to like shit. I'm excited to shit on a to, to shit on a film series that I enjoy. Yeah, it's, it's like it's a weird amazing. thing to say, but that's the truth for me. It's really weird. Yeah, I, I don't think we're gonna. I, I don't think we're gonna shit. Well, yeah, I did say earlier that I regretted giving a one, and it's like now that you've given the one, you can't ever give that one again. You can't declare this movie to be the worst movie you ever saw. So I, I'm, I'm so regretful. Of, of that already <laughs> i mean you could like you know give an unprecedented like 0.5 but i'm not sure how how much you want to absolutely like commit to that yeah but then we're doing like you know achilles and the hair type of de- achilles and the tortoise type of deal where it's going infinite numbers and it's a philosoph- philosophy problem I, I don't know that's true i don't know <laughs> yeah then eventually I, I don't... then eventually we all just go to like a hundred point scale at which point we're all fucked <laughs> you know, it's like, yeah, because I don't, I don't, I don't think our podcast I'm not giving 8.2s, you know, 7.9s. I'm not allowed. I don't to know. Shit, no. And frankly, I'm oh, not doing God, the no. goddamn math. Like, like none of us <laughs> just, like, we, we struggle with, like, three sixes. Like, we're going to be screwed if everyone's given, like, a 63 and a 69 or something. Yeah, we, we don't. We don't need to go that deep. We need to go. We don't need to have numbers going that deep past the decimal point. That would just be <laughs> way too complicated. <laughs> Uh, but uh, wonderful listener, if in case you have not picked up on it, because I've been because I have been alluding to this for like three months now. Today we are ta- every now and then just like I can't wait. Um, today we are talking about the fifth foray into this dumpster fire of a series, Transformers: The Last Night. What Michael Bay is saying will actually be the last Transformers sure. film he will direct, which he said after the third sure. film, but he decided to pull a Brett Favre and came back. Exactly. I think Mark Wahlberg yeah. might be done. I ain't believing that fucking Bay's done, you know? Well, I think the other thing, too, is that this movie has, like, a fucking ending title, like, teaser for the next movie. Right. You, how could this be the last Transformers if it teases oh, I, I, more movies? I'm sure there'll be right. more. The question is, is will it be just a Bay ripoff guy? You know, will it be a, a Brett Ratner or something uh, like that? You know what I mean? Oh, oh yeah. shit! Oh, 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 no, Brett oh, no, Ratner slam! Oh, no, oh, no, there, oh, no there's, there's, to, there's, to, there's totally going to be more, because, because I, was lo- I was looking it up earlier. There are already planning on releasing a Bumblebee standalone yeah. film next year, and they are planning on, and they are planning on releasing a Transformers six in twenty nineteen. I, mean, so I really don't know why in all the commercials. 
Literally, the only place so that didn't have the lowest opening for the franchise was just China. China is the only place that did better than the previous right, movies right. in opening. Wow. I think it might release just to China. I think it, they just make yeah. skip America altogether. These are yeah, just if, Chinese if, if, movies if, now. If movies that are, if if films that have come out in the past few months show any indication, it will probably open just there. Which is, I mean, I mean, because like you can't end this movie. Allude, alluding to one of the alluding to like this massive villain in the Transformers universe and not and not have there be like a following film. We'll get to it later and I don't want to I don't want to like start talking about it like too soon specifically but like True. it is kind of the coolest villain premise that we've seen in the universe and they're just like yes, it drop it on the floor walk away and I was like and you're just like no, not even after yeah. <laughs> weird yeah just like Bay, Bay trusts his audience so little to pay attention that he's like wait don't leave <laughs> I have a spoiler section for you yeah and I know <laughs> like he away. never like goes into credits because he's sure like half of the people will walk away he literally like just like the credits is like you see this woman and it's so shitty how she's walking I'm sorry I'm getting way ahead of myself no sorry. yeah we'll, we'll get we'll get to it for now first we're going to talk about uh for, for, for our trailer this week um apparently a new trailer apparently the, the official trailer for Pitch Perfect 3 dropped, and this is a shock to me because, A, I saw Pitch Perfect 1. I saw the first Pitch Perfect. I enjoyed it. It was good fun. Totally skipped out on Pitch Perfect 2 because it came, it went, and I, frankly, no one hate me, didn't care. Yeah. So I'm kind of so I'm kind of surprised that we're getting a third film. I mean, they're, they're big hits. Um, the, the second Pitch Perfect is the only film besides... Uh, Austin Powers, where the opening weekend premiere gross, gross more than the entire domestic run of the initial film. Wow. Wow. Yeah. So these. Oh my God. This Pitch Perfect <laughs> is one of those weird sleeper hits. You know what I mean? That that didn't open big, but like the Cup song became famous, obviously. And then everybody and I'm got really. I'm pretty sure Anna Kendrick has always <clears throat> asked to do that one song and nothing else. Yeah. And then the DVDs sold really well, even though it's like for the end of DVDs. Yeah. But well, kind of it's, it's one of those. End, it's... And it, it's, 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 I get where they're coming from. It's just, it feels like Hangover to me, where it's like clearly they had one movie planned. It was going to be like a nice little film, middle no, summer, think, something like that. And then I now think... it's like. Yeah, it kind of became a calling card for women in college and going through the college experience, much like The Hangover kind of became these narratives. And I think that's the thing is that, you know, women, this is, was Bridesmaid before or after this? Um, I think it was right before. I think it was, I want to say, I actually want to say it was after the first, no, it was after the first, yeah, the first right, Pitch Perfect. Right after, let's see, Pitch Perfect 2012. Yeah, and I think it's, I think it really matters because, and like, Bridesmaids I think was 2011. That, like, so just yeah. the year after. So oh, bridesmaids okay. would have okay. had to have been in production. So they had already like so at some point there must be there must there must be. I, I would have said to myself if I was like if I didn't know the years and dates, I would have said that Pitch Perfect was the thing that set it off in movie executives' minds that the brides that the female kind of uh, audience was a stand for standalone movies that are kind of like funny like this could be like a viable audience. But there must it right. must have like, been somewhere like, down the like line. Something night. something must have. Like Rough yeah, Night just yeah, came it, out, and that yeah, was trying to do the same thing of like, here's a bunch of funny women trying to be. And it's actually stuff. great, by and the way. Rough Night is great. Is it really good? That's good. It's from yeah. the writer of Broad to, City, which I, Brides, like, but I just didn't see it. Katie is telling me that Bridesmaids is first. Yeah, Bridesmaids is first. Yeah, Bridesmaids is first. Okay. Uh, no, to, to, okay. To me, so to me, yeah. to me, it's funny. To me, it's funny that 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 we that we have Rough Night out in out in theaters because it's like right. pretty much the same time that we're getting. 
of course I'm the one bringing this up, the black version of that girl girl trip. Right. Like, right. Yeah. Oh yeah, that like, is that is kind of that is sort of a painful illusion. It's <laughs> kind of like I really want to know who like who like who, like, who, like did, did did no one see what was happening on like in, in another part of Hollywood and it was like wait can, should we like space out our movies by like two months or something? Yeah. No. Is, is, no. Nope. Around the same time, let's go for it. All in. We're doing it. <laughs> I, I think I feel like it is kind of just I guess like this is this is one of those things where like I one of my <laughs> like I think that one of the things that happened and I don't mean to I'm not slacking Bobby off or anything but that you guys were talking on here once about like this this like separation of the market and like the differentiation but there's really like a huge differentiation in these female markets in the in the in the group of female that goes to per se the Twilight movies and the group of females that goes to Pitch Perfect and this sort of thing and a lot of times it's like or it's really a erroneous to suggest from the data that they go to the same movies because they really don't and it's just like these no. two separate it's, it's like a really divided demographic and it's very interesting to me because the pitch perfect college crowd is very different from like the high school crowd and there's just yeah. not crossover and it's really weird to me no you make a point like rough night bombed pretty bad you know yeah big yeah so it's like it it, it isn't yeah. like you know necessarily like you make a all women comedy it's gonna hit you know <clears throat> but how to be yeah. single did decently well so it's like it, it is kind of you know i think based on who's in it and well i think i think it's, it may be it may be based upon like well also going to like maybe like a singular demographic and and really working said demographic like maybe pitch perfect is is like even more specific than rough i don't know bridesmaids it doesn't i don't understand bridesmaids and, and rough night seem to have almost the exact same demographic uh but but I don't know why one would fail as to the other. It's just maybe that, like it was a period in time when that became a thing, right? That's Which is sad to me. Sometimes just, it's good, yeah. You know, yeah. It's like I, a I don't know. I, yeah. Well, yeah, yeah, no. Right. God knows. <laughs> I, I I think that's the thing is like the demographic to me seems to be shifting quite a bit, and I think that it's growing pains, and I I just hope that like studios don't take information from like stuff like this. Do you know what I mean? Right. right, and also yeah. you 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 can outgrow your audience. That's what happened with Divergent and and Hunger Games to a certain extent. Like Divergent yeah. had the most sharp decline I've ever seen a film ever from right. second to a third. Right, and literally it, it, had and to cancel the fourth movie because it was so bad. Right, so, and it went straight you know, to like, TV. Didn't it? Demographics don't last a long time. Yeah, and, and it's, it's like a really crappy version of it on TV. And I think that's I think that's the thing is that like especially Divergent was so long and it was so late from the books to the movie as opposed to Hunger Games, which was pretty immediate. That Hunger Games had a much better spread, but by the fourth movie, they they dropped quite considerably. I thought. Yeah, no, right. Mockingjay even started to. It wasn't as bad as Divergent, but it definitely wasn't the big. Divergent. Divergent. They were became, expecting Harry Potter two numbers, and they got like the yeah. worst review. Worst Divergent review. went from. From like Harry Potter numbers to like an unviable series in the course of its run, like Divergent is insane. Like Divergent goes from a highly successful movie series to an unsuccessful movie series, and it's like usually like month, one year after when it came out, the second film came out. It's crazy. I've never seen it. By by comparison, we're calling trans we're calling the Transformers we're about to review like kind of a like a financial failure to some extent. It is not by any stretch. Anywhere and, close and to the decline, the divergent over age. You know what I mean? It's had sort of a more classic sequel thing. That was bizarre. Like that just five like movies in like what, down. like seven to ten years? Like it's not. It's really like stayed it's with it lot. with the group. And it's interesting to think that the demographic has shifted almost entirely. That's going to these movies as opposed to that first Transformers. 
That's true. That very true. first. Yeah. Yeah, because I mean, because like I was sixteen when I went to go see that first Holy Transformers, fuck. and to think that I've, I was yeah, the, yeah, I came, yeah. The, yeah, I came out in two thousand seven. I was sixteen when Transformers one came out, and to think that like, a they've lasted this long. B I've stuck with it this long is kind of insane. Yeah, well, but we'll get to that. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Do I? Uh, you want me to go ahead and do the uh, do the read? Yes, very much. If, yes, if you if you could, Jack, please tell our oh, yeah. audience about yeah. Loot Crate. Yeah. For you, the listeners of the Movie Gang podcast, Loot Crate is offering an opportunity to save 10% on any new subscription at LootCrate.com. To save 10% on any new subscription, go to TryLootCrate.com backslash gang and enter promo code BRIDGE10 for 10% savings. This weekend, the 4th of July sale, not really. This is... <laughs> uh, Peter and Benno in the evening on 66.6 TSM, the Tuscan Shed Media Network. We're morning shock jockeys. I don't know where this is going, but it'll get there. Anyone else like 66.6? Next is the fart song. Uh, but anyways, Blue Crate is, a, it is an interesting uh, is an interesting subscription service that you can try online. That'll send you a a, a box, a crate, if you will, a crate. Even though it's not really a crate, it's more, it is more a box, but it is a crate in, sorry, blue crate. <laughs> it is, it is in, in a, of itself a very nice box that is kind of crate-like, if you will. And uh, inside there is a wonderful selection of different uh, nerd memorabilia, toys, all sorts of things. Uh, it's kind of like having a person every month that's going to send you a present. So you should check it out. It's also like having a person every month that sends you an actually good present as opposed to your family who are just kind of like, you know, they don't, like, it was one of those things. Like, you know, my girlfriend buys me presents sometimes and she gets good stuff. But like, you know, like, you know, my sister's. They don't really, they don't really know me, you know. No, they love me, and you don't know. It's just like they don't know me. They don't. They don't know how much anime I watch. Like I don't want to tell them, you know. So they can get me loot crate (laughs) every once in a while, and it's a great gift to get people because it's a it's a great way to you know really dig into that culture and get them a great experience without having to dig into it yourself. So all you uh, moms and dads, I guess, out there listening to the Tuscan Gen Media Network. Um, yeah, go to try to save 10% on any new subscription. Go to trylootcrate.com backslash gang. Again, that's trylootcrate.com backslash gang to save 10% on any new subscription. And a promo code, Britain, for 10% savings. Trylootcrate.com backslash gang. I, I, I just want to say I, I love your ad voice, Jack. <laughs> Thank that you. Great. Thank you very much, Peter. I appreciate it. <laughs> this is Jack right, after dark. Voice. Lonely hearts coming at you. Sorry, I, I, I love not being host sometimes so much. I can tell you are enjoying yourself. You're like, yes, I can break free. And now I'm suddenly thinking of High School Musical, we're soaring, flying. Yeah. Anyway, I, I went to breaking free. I went to uh, I went to like the Queen song. Oh how I want to break free. That too. Oh to God, yes. Oh, By the way, guys, uh, Sarah right now is watching the uh, episode where Worf and Dax hook up the first time. So we're going to get a lot of. Oh my God! Uh, oh my God! Oh my God! Yes. <laughs> That's actually great. 
<laughs> Dear listener, if you if you listen to if you listen to Geek Space Nine, you will learn more about that yes. in a while. Yeah. There, I imagine you guys will go on for that life. Like that's that that's that that is the next episode that you guys are going to be doing. Yep, like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> You'll hear about but it in four now. months when it comes out. <laughs> Pretty much. Oh shit! But for now, we will talk about Transformers: The Last Night, which I t- just realized I totally misspelled on our write up, but I don't care. It's fine. <laughs> I am so bad. Both titles Uh, mean literally nothing, so it's fine. (laughs) This is true. (laughs) This is true. Anyway. There aren't even last night. There's like plenty. There's like more nights in the end of it than there was in the beginning. I thought it was going to be that Mark Wahlberg was the last night, but no, the other nights showed up. Okay. Yep. Uh, he didn't. He, he didn't. He didn't even get a full suit of armor, which is what I was waiting for. Uh, that's what I thought. Yeah, was I thought he's going to become a transformer. I, I still thought it was going to happen. All right, Basically. Peter, we've we've derailed this enough. Please tell us the plot. Go down. <laughs> All right. Humans are at war with the Transformers, and Optimus Prime is gone. The key to saving the future lies buried in the secrets of the past and the hidden history of Transformers on Earth. Now it's up to the unlikely alliance of inventor Cade Yeager, Bumblebee, an English lord, and an Oxford professor to save the world. Oh my god, it sounds even dumber when you read it out loud. <laughs> I, I, I think... I think... Vivian, like, I think, like, I'm glad I didn't see this movie with Katie because, like, the Britishness of it, I think, would have been, like, ostensibly offensive to her. Like, and I'm not sure. I'm not sure. She didn't see it. She didn't tell me one way or the other. But, like, like how there was just, like, you know, like, Mark Wahlberg, Buckingham Palace, because it's the one British thing we know has tracks with most other cultures. (laughs) Downing Street. Downing Street. <laughs> no. Didn't they have knights and King Arthur at one time? It's just such a. Can it's we just say such that, a, Yeah, I don't know if it was on air or not, but Peter totally called at the end of it's going to happen at Stonehenge, which is yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> oh no, because it's because it's right there in the poster. I mean, because like because because when because they they've, they've kind of done this with like I I, I actually want to say almost all of their posters like all, like all of their like like final official posters because because in the first because in the, in the for the first movie it's like it's like just got the it's like got just the some undescript non nondescript city on the bottom final fight happens in a city in uh Revenge of the Fallen you see a pyramid it ends in Egypt mm-hmm. um I totally forget what the poster. I, to, I totally forget what Dark of the Moon and Age of Extinction look like. But for this one, you have Stonehenge, and you have you have you have, you have Stonehenge at the bo- at the bottom of the poster. There's Hinge. been Hinge. no mention of it at Stone- all. Huh? I, I'm sorry. I love you. I cannot not correct you on that. I'm sorry. Stonehenge. Oh Hinge. no! Sure, sorry. correct me. I'm sorry. sorry. I just imagine like 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 a bunch of bushes, like a hedge, <laughs> like there's like Stone a Stonehenge. I'm so sorry. That was so dickish. Bushes I now recognize why y'all do rocks. that to me when I host because I'm like I'm like why would you ever correct me while I'm talking? God, sorry. I'm go oh, no, oh, go no, on, like, Peter. It, like, it's a thing that everyone knows. So yeah, definitely correct me. But it's like it's Stonehenge, like the bottom of the po- at the bottom of the poster. There's been no mention of th- there's been no mention of this thing in any of the trailers or any of the commercials. Why else would it be important? Oh wait, it's where. <laughs> everything goes down yeah. uh yeah when they're like pangea it must be in one place i'm like oh no peter's right peter's right and it's like stonehenge and then it's like boom stonehenge i'm just like what up call that yeah it, it, it's like it's, it's like it's like it's like when i saw it's like when i saw um revenge, revenge of the fallen and and, and, I, and I, went, I went with a couple of friends for um, with a couple of friends midnight premiere and just like 
out loud to them, but like apparently people around me like heard me. Like I, I just said as a joke because I because I thought about all the commercials with how Optimus Prime gets kicked in the face and it's like slow mo. It's like watch Optimus Prime die in this movie and like five and like five, six, seven people around me were like, "You shut the fuck up! You, he's not gonna die." And then he dies in the film and like literally the person behind me like kicked in my chair i'm just yeah. like i'm sorry yeah i, I had to, I, that was that was two right yeah when he that dies was two. that was when he dies in the forest that was probably one of my other all-time favorite fight scenes and it's not shot well that one's not shot well and it, and oh, it cuts away well. and it does the thing i mean i think it's the best representation of the bayhem style transformers where it's like somebody's running and you look up and you see these giant transformers and it's still kind of cool when optimus pops two sword and does like spinning slashes and shit yeah. And it's like five on one. And then, you know, fucking Megatron just comes back and he like literally shoves his gun sword through his heart and blows his heart out, which is also the other thing is like, it gets, <laughs> I don't know. I think I, I, I want to get into this later and I, and I don't mean to hijack it a little bit, but I, I think I'm beginning to have liked the earlier design and, and fight sequences of kind of the earlier, uh, pre third film, pre darker, the moon transformers. Like I guess the Shia LaBeouf series, which has nothing to do with Shia LaBeouf so much. just like just how they did action, I guess a little He's bit. He's the human. So yeah. And I, and even though they, they, they've always been bad about how, having a human counterpart to like, you know, focus on. And they've done that less. So, um, I Uh I think I find the older transformers. I think this series is moving into something that I just, I'm not totally comfortable with, I guess. I, I can only speak to my own experience, but I, I found it fascinating that I was sitting on a row with an eight year old who had endless candy. Every time he finished a box of candy, he had more candy. I don't know how this fucking kid had so much candy, but he was just sitting there like this, like squirming. Like every five minutes, he was just like, Oh, like a kid who was stuck at like dinner without a Game Boy, you know what I mean? Like, well, how fucking old am I? Bitch, Game Boy, Jesus Christ! I'm a yeah. ninety year old man, um, but without an iPad. <laughs> 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 just like, ugh, ugh, ugh. And then this guy next to me was just like on his phone, and his girlfriend's bored, and it was just like, there's like three hundred million dollars, and your audience is just like, ugh. you know, like it's like, it's like you can't, you can't, you haven't captured the kids hooked up on like fucking meth and like the yeah, dudes exactly. that are just like, bro. <laughs> so I, 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 it, it, that is like the Transformers audience to me in like a nutshell is like the is like the meth meth candy kids and like, right. like the bros. Oh I'm wait, sorry. no, no, no. Speaking to that, um, Ben sent me this article where it's like people who like Transformers. If you like Transformers, this is probably the kind of shit that you like. <laughs> oh my god! And it was all the worst Jesus. things. It was like it was <laughs> so the music. It was doing child murder. <laughs> <laughs> yeah i think suicide squad was, was their other was favorite like, movie you know what i mean like your favorite movie of last year you oh, know like it was like oh. it was like stuff like chris brown's your favorite artist i think was one of them you know it's like the worst you, like you, you live you live if, if you if you hate if you hate it you're from like california if you love it you're from texas and i'm just like well that's well, the one thing you have right about me <laughs> that might that's be the like problem the i was in the california you audience right. you might be right on that one <laughs> Maybe as in a Texas audience, they'd be like, yes! <laughs> the thing about uh, these movies no. is I can see the badass movies that people see in them. You know what I mean? There there, there are these moments where I, I'm so close. You know, where like Optimus Prime has a sword and he says something badass. Like, you know, you will not do this for I am here. You know, and he's got to murder somebody with a giant sword. And I almost felt it. I was so close, but then it's just yeah, it's just so much because that's the thing about Bayhem. It is 
bay him. You know, it is like if yeah. the man could do a George Miller and be more focused, it would be so incredible. But it's it's right. everything. Every shot must be the most shot. You know, it must be the most yeah. music <laughs> and the most statement. sound that has ever happened. You know, yeah, and, and it's I great think, sound, but it's so much sound. It's a lot of it. Yeah, it, it's it's. It's 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 like it's like it's like this comment that I've been making every now and then on 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 this on this podcast that I that that I basically take from RuPaul's Drag Race. There's this thing called editing because what you're wearing is far too much. Take off this necklace. Take off t- take off the necklace. Take off the t- take take off that veil because the dress and because the dress and the bracelet and the shoes is all you need. Please stop it. I have no, a I funny be, story I for you guys. A little bit. Walking um, in slow motion by Michael Bay. It's incredible. Yeah. Like it's, I <laughs> well, wanna, like, I, 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 there's terrible thing that happened to me so i was doing this uh, job for this uh, regional hospital and i was making this kind of this cool kind of clips video for them Uh about like some of their surgery and stuff and and so for the job i rented a red camera and was doing all these things with the cameras and was doing kind of like a like a lot of photo flares and that sort of thing and like some of the guys saw that and they loved it and it was great and they really enjoyed it but one of the things he's like oh my god you're like a regular michael bay and he told me that and i'm like (laughs) i took like 900% 900% of my willpower to like not like inwardly cringe back from him oh. <laughs> like and I know it's just because I did like the photo flare but it's almost like it's almost as bad as like fucking yeah I, I guess like the like you know fucking just like camera flare and like tight shots to wide shots which makes sense in like a clips video but like in the context mm-hmm. of this movie like you lose all context so fast it, it really felt like an editing like trailers. You know what I mean? Where like trailers, you pick the best shots that convey a sense of the story. You know what I mean? And I that's think, what I felt for the whole two hours, you know? Ben, I think their trailers are edited better than their damn films sometimes. I, I like. Sometimes. I feel like that's an insult to trailers in the case in case here. Like I get like, you know, you don't deny that like Suicide Squad has a great trailer, you know? <laughs> No, I know. I'm just saying for yeah, I mean, Bay in like, particular, he, he he edits like a trailer in the way like where it's like oh it's yeah, like, yeah 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 the shot doesn't convey meaning it conveys music the videos music you know videos which yeah, like, is yeah, yeah music from. videos I was totally. gonna say yeah, that music too. videos yeah. for sure yeah. Yeah, because because I'm because I'm pretty sure if I I'm pretty sure if if I if I were one who did this I could take this film I I I, I could take this film find some find some song that was like part orchestral part EDM techno whatever. And put together a bomb ass trailer that would be just like spectacular, and and would, and would give you like a sense of the entire film instead of you having to sit through two and a half hours. I could give it to you in four. <laughs> it's mm. very true, and like a trailer, like you know, like the trailer emphasizes the uniqueness, and it's it's just as short in the movie. You know, it's like Merlin's there for five minutes. You know, which is like drunk Stanley Tucci's Merlin. I wanted that movie more. <laughs> Why was Stanley Tucci so Merlin as well as the guy in the previous show? But Vivian is like his aunt. I don't know. <laughs> so like I was weird. like, <laughs> I was like Stanley yeah. Tucci being drunk Merlin was hilarious. I, I have to admit. And then like King Arthur is there for like literally thirty seconds. Uh, uh, apparently, Michael Bay was supposed to direct the Guy Ritchie movie. That's like sort of the word around town. Wait, what? Like things didn't work out, so he just kind of made his own, <laughs> like wow. King Arthur shit in his own. Movie. Yeah, I don't, I don't know that it, like either one would have. I, I guess like I would be more down to see like I, I don't know, maybe like 
just flip them so we don't have to deal with what actually happened, <laughs> you know? Right. Like, <laughs> we got the I was like, I don't know if it, I have no idea if it would be better or not, but I don't care. I just know I, what I got was bad. <laughs> like, <laughs> right. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Like maybe it would work if you flipped them. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care. Just do something. I don't mean to crap up. Peter, I'm actually interested. And I guess like, I really want to like, and I don't, I, I like, I, I'm not trying to like hijack and tell you what to do, but like, one of the things is I've always wanted to hear kind of your quote unquote defense of the series. And I know that you don't defend it so much as like you say that it's a crappy movie you really enjoy, but like, I would really like to hear just kind of like as a whole, your summation of why you feel that way. And also like to hear if, where you rank this. Cause this is the worst rated. If you want to count Rontamino's scores on like a literal. Yeah. Level. Yeah. This is the worst rated of the, of the entire series. So I would like to hear your I, yeah, placement of it as Cause well. it's at what right now? Like 15% or something. Yeah. Something like that. It's like super low. Yeah. yeah. Super low. But yes, yeah, I, I agree with Jack. I'm, I'm curious about your take on the series. Uh, <laughs> God, how bleh, bleh, bleh words. I think it's I, I think it's because just just what just what I just what I have said before, whether, whether it was to you or or, or, one, or one, one of my coworkers, uh, one of my coworkers, my, my uh, one of my bosses actually. Um, as to why I am okay with enjoying these movies, because at least before this one, I will preface it. I'll preface that at least before this one, I didn't have a problem walking into a theater and knowing that I'm going to get nothing but just a lot of loud explosions, ro- like alien robots that turn into cars and planes, and pretty visuals, and be entertained by just that. I, I. I like this, that's not as much as a defense as more of just like me saying like why I was okay with enjoying these movies because this is that dumpster fire that I have no problem holding my hands over and keeping and holding and, and staying and staying warm for a minute. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I like that. I, yeah, I I I, I kind of I like that too. I I, I I guess like I I've like I, I think the big difference for me is like not taking anything personal about it i am a transformers fan and i was more like mm-hmm. i'm not so much a fan I, I think the difference is that like i am a true f- toy fan of the series and that like mm. i had the tv series and it was like a drive for me to like have transformers action figures which i really oh, yeah, loved yeah. so i was actually i was actually like a true fan of the action figures which is probably what hasbro would have preferred uh so oh, i'm yeah, not really absolutely. i'm not like a, i'm not like a true gen xer like you know, fan of Transformers, as it were, where they like have like it categorized. But I would consider myself as like I was the actual Transformers fan that they were aiming for at the uh-huh. time, and I think that's true. I think one of the things though is that like you know even w- even with my limited knowledge of the series, um, I think over time they've given less and a, less a, less and less of a shit about what's happening in the Transformers series. Uh-huh. And and I think that's one of the things is you compare this one to like the first movie where they have like they like gave a shit about what was actually happening in the Transformers and they adapted it pretty heavily and that's fine it's a heavy adaptation but it's it goes in the direction but you can tell by the second movie and the third movie they don't really give a shit about the places that they went with their own adaptation and they have no logical consistency there was never a plan for where these movies were supposed to go and that's right. the thing is like it's it's almost to me like every Transformers movie is a new movie because they don't care about like the where the overall story is going so who gives a shit about like that's why who gives a shit about individual story like just one the last thing is like like for me like the reason i don't is because 
because of my love of this series and because like the, the, the first adaptation of this movie was cool for me in so many ways. Um, even though it was, a, I agree it's a bad movie. I think that that's the news is like every once in a while when transformers really shines for me, it's like the worst moment for me because I like see, a, <laughs> I see a series that could have been and it, and it could have been really dumb, cool, fun. And that's right. just like, and that's like one of the moments it's like, you know, that fight, with sentinel prime you know that i keep referencing that was in the uh, the, in the third dark Dark of the moon which is one of my favorite fights i think it's mostly because just from like you know for story stupid story structure reasons like they wheel back with their camera and use the wide angle shot and that's i think that for that explicit reason alone you actually see what's happening on screen instead of everything being super close up exactly it's also particularly well edited and you can follow exactly what's happening i think that's why it's fucking cool and i think that when i see that thing it's like you know maybe that's like because i'm so depressed about the series sometimes like it's almost like when the movie's operating at like a worse level i can just kind of sit back and enjoy it as dumb fun but like when it's actually hitting on cylinders and like optimus prime stands up and it's the original voice actor and i just go oh this could have been so good and maybe that's this the thing is like everything. maybe i'm on a level with this movie where it's just like it's sl- like when it does do well it slides me back into sort of depression <laughs> so like that's why yeah. i like don't know i that i've ever like i've like and especially since the second one the second one just didn't give a shit and it was also done around the writer strike time which was kind of the reason that you know people's were talking about why the script was so unbelievably bad but then the third one came out and it's not like it recovered at all and it just i just feel like this is this movie franchise is a victim of kind of the writers strike a little bit and I'm not, I'm not like, no, no, I'm not giving any shit shade to writers. Like, like the movie was probably bad anyways. It's not like the first one's written really particularly well. It just has the, it has the advantage of being the first one of these. So like, it, you know, whatever they choose to do, it's like, it has it, at least within its own movie has, you know, that, you know, you can say a lot of shit about Bay, but it has like internal structure to itself. And that's every movie after it doesn't have any internal structure to an extended movie universe. Even though if we're being honest, these predate Marvel, which is, insane when you think about it they do just by here yeah yeah ben what's your take on it yeah so i uh haven't seen any since the first one so oh that that's right yeah no i'm still i really want to talk to i really want to know what ben you think about this one and how i like what is it like to jump three movies and see this <laughs> bizarre like what bizarre. Ha- how did we get here uh i remember the first one being slow which is fascinating i remember it being kind of like i don't think you get to like a transformers fight to like like a transformer shows up and fights in the military, I kind of remember. But I think you don't really like meet, like actually have them all punch each other till like an hour in. Um, where this one yeah, felt exhausting. <laughs> it was like I went to the bathroom and I was like, "This has been three hours of a movie, right?" And it was like forty-five minutes. And I was like, "Oh, oh no!" Um, it it We're definitely screwed. is shocking. The level of they don't care in some ways of like. Yeah, just 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 the aspect ratio changes are horrible. They just what was that? I thought I complained. I complained because I thought they fucked it up. Yeah, I looked it up. They sent out a letter to projectionists to say this isn't a mistake. This is how it's supposed to look. (laughs) It's like what? What are you talking about? Um, I I went and complained to the projectionist in my theater, and I I I, until now I was under the I didn't know that I was under the impression they fucked it up in my theater. No, that's how the movie looks. (laughs) What the fuck? Strange. And it's not just like IMAX and regular. There's like 
four different fucking aspect ratios, and they change like they're like shot it's not even shot. six by nine. There's like a one by one at one point. It's bizarre. The it's iconic so shot in the trailer that is sixteen by nine is one by one in the movie. Yeah, it's insane. It's Holy crazy. shit! God, I wish I was. I wish I was more knowledgeable about knowledgeable about you know aspect the, ratios. You know the so shot. Can, like, the shot in the, the in the movie that has like the sword with the blood dripping off it. That's in all the trailers. That uh-huh. shot is literally a perfect square. That's called one by one, where you have like a perfect square. Look at yeah, the trailer um, for Ghost Story. It's also shot in one by one, but that's like an art movie, you know? Like it's okay to shoot that <laughs> it's in one by one. That's just—I mean, there's everything. Like you have to have a one reason. By one, the whole movie—it doesn't just do it for one. There's shot. no, there's no reason. There's no like artistic purpose. If you don't, if if you're not going to have an artistic purpose, like you know, like like the Avengers, they shoot in sixteen by nine when most people do widescreen is so they can literally have the Avengers quote unquote shot where they circle around. That's a great reason to do that you know like i'm cool oh, yeah. they don't just like, randomly cut to 69 for that one shot <laughs> right exactly and like no one it's cuts not even from like a shot interesting like anime style because anime will change aspect ratios when it gets more like dramatic you know what i'm thinking of like and, oh and, yeah like, japanese and that, cinema and, but that will like yeah. have that, a purpose that's that's one of those carryovers from like hand animation days though like there is a there is a historical reason that they do it and now it's like almost in like their like cultural like filmography style do you know what i mean yeah like there's a, there's a whole it, bunch it of reasons. literally didn't make sense why it was sometimes you know like it just would change randomly so there was that and then um the ending was bizarre and just the fact that characters just show up and disappear like we have this really weird montage where optimus the prime suicide, is like the suicide want, squad ask yeah i want this character all right he's no, it's, Mega, it's megatron megatron Sorry, I, yeah. I don't mean to correct you but it is megatron, no no it's fine like, yeah it's fine they all megatron. look alike so Very i'm stupid. probably gonna get wrong but he's like i want this character <laughs> and this such... character and like most of them get murdered right afterwards like, like yeah like like, it, like, it, like in, these, in these fight scenes directly following this in that small town that like jaeger apparently had like just totally like rigged up yeah, yeah. They, they literally and have, and again, like there's like interesting moments where it's like, oh, it's like a destroyed world. I kind of like that. Let like all these Transformers fight has ruined this world, and then they'll just cut to Chicago, or no, I mean not Chicago. Chicago's ruined. They'll cut to Hong Kong, and Hong Kong's fine, but and now it's, it's like, going to get destroyed. It's, fine. it's like, right. by the way, I was shocked the pyramids were still around. I was like, they didn't kill the pyramids in these four movies. No, they, they did. That's no, a retcon. That's a retcon. They totally they tear the top off the move off the pyramids in the second oh, no, no, movie. No, 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 the top. The top, the top of it, the top of that of that pyramid was like oh, was, it was, was an was ancient machine off. designed to consume the sun. Oh, <laughs> yeah, it was an ancient machine designed to consume designed to consume <laughs> the sun that like Optimus Prime like when, when, when he like got, when he, when he got his pyramids. wings from that from that from that so from that old. So I'm bro, guessing in Dark robot, of the Moon, like, the moon is a transformer, right? Like, is that what no, we're doing? No, no, that's the moon landing one where there's the reason that we went to the moon was to beat the Russians there to get. To the op, to the, oh, to the Autobot ships right, that's yeah. been there from the beginning of like whenever. I like how they right. offhandedly like, oh, here's a transformer that killed Hitler. That happened. I'm like, okay. Oh yeah, right. yeah. And it's a little fucking. Cl- it's like a clock. It's one. a clock. <laughs> I, I don't I I, oh, I it's just like I, I just like the movie I think that's that, the thing is like from mm. some points it's like you know the movie is never written I, I guess I, maybe it's like you know uh, Marvel has really changed the game but like the movie sometimes writes itself in the corners because it's done shit throughout this whole series where right. it, it just does it has it's bits writing his, it, it has, has bits that's exactly what you're saying that's so it, perfect Jack bits yeah, is it true because ha- it's like oh Optimus Prime is bad then Bumblebee's like here's my real voice and our friend's like I'm not bad anymore <laughs> like it's it's not it's, even like <laughs> Fast and the Furious where like that was the premise of that movie was oh Finn is bad now 
how's he gonna not be bad anymore and it's like that was the way they did the trailers but it's literally just like one scene and then it's over yeah and that's the thing right. is like they have a bit where they're like the pyramid is a sun crusher essentially and then like in this movie it's like they're apparently either like the like the egyptian government like replaced the top of the pyramids which yeah, i don't know when that happened but like <laughs> i don't know when that could have happened I love they but, already like, blew it, it up makes... so they blew it up again how that could have happened <laughs> I don't know. I saw that and I was like, come on, at least be self-referential to your own. If you're not going to reference the extended Transformers universe, at least be self-referential to your own movies. And I think that's the thing. Maybe like the culture has changed, like our culture and expectations of like movie franchises have changed. But I just feel like this movie has like no interest in the movies that came before and all the extended movies. And and as somebody that like is a Marvel partaker now, like it's it's a problem for me. Like it like I noticed stuff. I noticed the pyramid. I'm like, that's stupid. I mean, there's that's not the reason this movie is bad like there's plenty of reasons this movie is no, bad but, but it annoys me <laughs> no and I think, I, th- I think i think you're seeing that like the fact that civil war was such a hit with all the avengers and it wasn't about the other two avengers being like the world's gonna end you know what i mean that one was like we have yeah. disagreements and we must fight and it still made a billion dollars hopefully is showing that like people care about characters you know what i mean you can make a billion dollars yeah, yeah. Uh, it's still right. a big superhero smash em up but like it wasn't blue laser in the sky and giant hordes of aliens and people still went in droves you know so like i do wonder if that is changing and that's what people are saying about that's why i like fast and furious i like the characters they're not great characters but they're fun silly dumb you can you can fall in love with the character and i think that's the thing is like to some extent like that's my big issue with this movie is that the characters have always been bits like the worst part of transformers is is the underlying uh, like s- s- tiny placed amounts of racism that pops up every once in a while. I was shocked there wasn't that much because I'd heard so many. The, the J Lo line it. is bad, dude. No, it it was it was spread throughout. Yeah. Like, like like when like when like when um there was a guy with the chain uh, when, 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 like, we, when we when we when 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 the scene uh for the, for the for the guy for the guy who's in Cuba and the, the guy who's in Cuba and and there and that robot has clearly oh, been made has clearly been like, clearly been made to have like to have that. Have yeah. that accent? Yeah. Um, the, yeah, uh, the, the, the little the, the little pervy robot. How 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 he how he how he is written? Um, the samurai one, robot. One of, one of the pretty, one of the ro- one, of, one of the robots that me- one of the robots that the, the mega that Megatron wants. Uh, that Mega- Megatron wants. I, I think it, I think it was like the small the smaller one with the with the, with oh, the mohawk. Havoc, Ken, yeah. He is written. Ken Watanabe's like Japanese robot yeah, bad. is is bad guys like not not like a little bad like it's not as bad as like Transformers 2 when like the Transformer was like you know was like Latino and had a gold tooth you know that was yeah. that was that's the that is the bottom that's the level I was thinking that, of, like, that was the bo- that that's the bottom rung that, one that was, was one that everyone immediately called Bay out and they were like what and also apparently there's like thinking? a big gay panic scene in 3 that I've heard about so it's like I was expecting more of like really bad like those oh those wait Wait, what happened in three? Like with Ken Jong, apparently has like a scene where he's in the bathroom and the guy thinks he's trying to. Oh him. yeah, that's just weird. But it's not like it's. I I honestly like. Weird. I'm not gonna lie. I totally I totally zoned out during that scene because like that's yeah. like the movie has trained me to zone out when with Wiki's on screen. <laughs> like that's no, like, for sure. Like when like the scene where they're like, oh, we're gonna have a candlelight dinner. You know, me and 
Mark Wahlberg are like, that's the bathroom break. <laughs> See you guys later. It was like, this oh, is time to go. It's Bye. so awkward. I have to admit, I like that. I like that. Like she, like I like Mark Wahlberg is hot. I don't blame her at all in that. I just feel like it's such a weird, different sort of like it's such take. An old school. Okay, joke. here yeah. it was such is a weird my switch. issue with Mark Wahlberg in these movies is that there's there's such a different vibe with him as opposed to Shia LaBeouf, and there's almost like this weird that. worship of him as a character that's just out of place for me a little bit always it happens in these movies and i'm just like because they fly him in and, and like you know at the like the fucking end of the series and now he's like this main character and it's like he's super fucking capable and i'm always like what's going on why are you the chosen one it seriously ma- it you makes said no chosen sense one. why he is so capable <laughs> i liked shia labeouf because even though because even though he was the main human that Optimus prime was like you're helping us there was always that sense of desperation and i have no idea what the hell i'm doing i don't know why i'm here i don't know why i, even, I don't know why i'm even still alive with mark Wahlberg, it's like you are so damn sure of yourself to the point that you, to, to the point to the point that you are yelling at a bunch of robots who are like who wait who are way taller than you have way more strength and for some reason they listen to you like you are their dad yeah, yeah. and i think that's like maybe that's like I think so. This is the my big theory that I want to eventually write an article about, and I'm going to wait till more of these come out to kind of confirm it. But my big theory is that there's been a subtle shift in the demographic that goes to this movie, and they are sure. responding to it in like the 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 character see through viewpoint of this movie. It's shifted from well, they thought it was kids, and that's what Shia LaBeouf was, and then they right. tried to change Shia LaBeouf into college and and like growing into the job market, and like that's the thing is they thought it was millennials, but it doesn't ever appear to be a millennial audience that is actually going to Transformers movies, and and I and I'm not exactly sure in the demographics. I'm, I might be talking out of my ass, but in my belief, I believe I that too. It's, something to look, it's, something, it's definitely something to look into. I just thought it was interesting that we, and again, I just, I'm reading into it, but this is what you do when you watch these movies. It's like, why are we in like a Rust Belt town? You know what I mean? It felt like a old production town that died off that, you know, we hear about a lot for like Trump voters. And I was like, huh. I, that's it was a little who's odd. going yeah. to see odd. this. And that was my, well, I mean, the bit. I understand that's the other thing is like then the last like movie made sense now you know instead of yeah. like well, Charlie, well that's Massachusetts Massachusetts the thing is like who's whatever, going to see it they, they like split the difference it's like Texans and all these other things it's like these middle America people that are going to see Transformers it's not you know kind of I guess like Ivy League movie <laughs> I don't I don't want to make this separation this is I, I have no data to back this up so I am pulling all of this out of my ass so please totally no one that same. is listening to this podcast right now do not like back this up I, I gave Bobby biggest grain of salt I literally get the most shit I've ever given anyone on on the podcast was when Bobby talked about statistics on here and like her statistics were just wrong and like from a and I just I gave her I gave her no end of shit I still feel bad about that but at the same time like I'm not I'm totally doing that right now as well but I do feel like there is a shift in like the intended tone of the movie and who it's for. Not necessarily. I don't know what their statistics are based upon. There was a shift in tone within the movie. Exactly. No, I think that's mm-hmm. the thing. Is like there's a, it's also the violence went up like fucking like that's the thing. Is like we went grim dark with this series. Like this is we yeah. we became. I think that maybe that that's maybe it is that Mark Wahlberg feels like an American edge lord, if, if you will. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. A little <laughs> yeah. Bit. Like oh not, my god, he is. Yeah, yeah, like a little bit. Like, and like I know I'm using that term too much lately, but. 
like at the same but time, it applies. It applies, and that's the thing is like you say they figured out who was watching Transformers movies. It feels like it's like North, it's like Koreans and and the Asian market, and then, and they added in scenes in Asia in the, in the last movie, and then they added in scenes from Texas Middle America, and now right. it's like a combination. And I feel like that's where we are, you know, like and that's and but this movie didn't have that same sort of thing, and. Now I'm just lost in space as to who the fuck is going to see these movies. Like, you know, I mean, that's the that's the question they have to figure out. Because I got these two movies, and this movie opened historically low for the franchise, but is doing great, even better than ever in China. Uh, so it's elsewhere, like, it, 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 Hollywood has to figure this out for a lot of these questions. I, I, you know, I and what? And here's the thing: I wouldn't blame them a bit. Why the fuck don't they just bring in a fully Asian cast? I'm shocked they haven't. I thought there wasn't an Asian character in this movie. Uh, a little bit because they much, had. the only like pandery thing I felt like was uh, maybe Ken Watanabe or um, the shot of Hong Kong right. The well, like, this Hong is Kong. not. I don't think this does well in Japan, does it? I I don't know. Well, Hong Kong personally. is China, not to, I don't, but not technically. Uh, no, that's uh, no. I I I, I love that's you. why and, that's I why I feel like Hong Kong <laughs> is okay to blow up because it's not totally China, you know. So it's like, yeah, it's, it's, it's like it's like the Americanized China. So it's still like it's still like you know capitalism okay. and, and all that jazz. They blew up Shanghai, uh, but I'm, I'm saying I'm saying like, but it may be funny to them having. Oh, you're like, right. Ken Watanabe is Japanese. I see. Exactly. That's so that's my point. Is like and he's me. clearly. Like I was a, being racist. I get it. <laughs> no, you're good. You're, you're fine. <laughs> oh I was like I was like Ben. No, I appreciate. it. I get it now. I get it. I get it. Right. Yeah, I, I was wondering if like there might be this, and this is this is like full dark for us. Like this is too, this is too. Like we don't have again in terms of. I, I'm amazed that we've gone outside our comfort zone so much on the Transformers movie. Like, um, but like, but seriously, one of the questions I have is like whether or not like a racist Japanese stereotype is funny to to a lot of like the market that consumes this movie. That's what you don't know. I mean, that's, Chinese markets are very. That's dark. I, it, very the thing is, like, I don't. Cons- I don't. I, I again. I don't. I remember hearing, and again, this is all secondhand. I remember hearing that like the Japanese market doesn't consume Transformers movies like the rest of Asia. It could be. I, I just know it was released in South Korea and China to this, and those are the two biggest ones. Right. South Korea. South Korea per capita is very very high, and China just consumes this sort of thing like no one's business. Yeah. But they're fickle markets, and I, I, I think I wonder, you know, like uh, uh, Disney is like the only one who manages to have like really, really strong domestic, except for Wonder Woman. Surprisingly, is, but that was more of a surprise. I mean, um, but like you know, Disney with Beating the Beast and and Star Wars both went over five hundred million. So it's like you wonder what the future is going to be. Is it going to be more like Disney trying to appeal more to the domestic market and letting some of the foreign market go? Or are we all going to go straight for the foreign market? You know, like these 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 three franchises, particularly this. Uh, 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 Pirates of the Caribbean and Fate of the Furious uh, are sort of like interesting to weave this year because they're the three ones that make yeah. so much more overseas than they do domestically and they're just getting wider and wider I, I think the biggest issue that's happening that we're experiencing right now and this is the biggest issue period is that like our market is no longer entirely defined by us ourselves and that's the and, that, and we're having an issue dealing with that as an effect like people are like why are Pirates of the Caribbean being made why are Transformers being made why are Fast and the Furious being made well Fast and the Furious is outside of it but people do ask that question and I think that the answer yeah. is they make a fuck ton of money in ever places and the, and the yep. issue is that more so 
more so ever than ever, we're an international market and you can continue to justify it. Like, we're going to get more Pirates of the Caribbean, I fucking promise you. Oh, so, I know uh, we are. And, and really. it's not, no, no and it's not their mind. fault because, like, another country needs a summer blockbuster in such a way that they're going to enjoy that sort of thing and they really want to have it. And they want to have kind of, like, a, that style of movie and, again, like, the cultural context that, like, and that's the thing is, like, so much of, like, movie-going experience is cultural context and, and outside of the American cultural context, this movie might be something <laughs> entirely different. Like, like I right. like I don't have a Japanese cultural context, but I appreciate like Rashomon and movies like that. But like if you ever like I've I've been pulled up short before by Japanese viewers that have an entirely different cultural experiences and things that they want to say about Rashomon. And that's the thing is like I'm still the outside critic, especially fuck me with Animania and anime. Like fuck me, we are so off base sometimes. Just like and it, and it's our experience coming to the culture from an outside worldview perspective. And it's just like you know you're like what are, what do the Chinese people see in Transformers? And I was like maybe something that none of us can see or like right. something and, 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 and like that's just their objective experience sometimes it's more correct than what even the people that are putting into these movies actually happens and that's something and, that and, like, yeah. and we say, like why I mean, it's chinese people but actually i remember when iron man 3 had like chinese scene it was like they were really mad about it like they were like this is so clearly just blatantly to us so i think they are just sort of like we just like your movies you know what i mean you don't have to right. make them for yeah, us I mean, you it, could it, just make Right. Movies that we like. Yeah, it's it's like it's like how I brought up last week for like last week for the mummy. Like like they, they like at, like at least one reason at least one reason why they may enjoy these movies so much and like we don't is because they are not tired of our action stars. They are not tired of our brand. They are not tired of like one of our, well, like one one of our brands, one of our kinds of action. In the same way that we are, because they haven't experienced because they haven't experienced in the way that we have, so they're mm-hmm. totally for it, even if we are totally against it. Yeah, right. and and I, sometimes I think, that works in his favor, and sometimes it doesn't, like with Star Wars. I guess, I guess Wars the big film. thing that I bothers me that, that here's here's where I and I, I I love all that, and I and I agree with it. Here's where that bothers me is that when we see a dip in the quality of the filmmaking, and then the yeah. markets don't respond. I, know, to I agree that. with that, and that's the big thing is because like. You know, shit aside, I think the I think Dark of the Moon is well made, and that's the issue is that like, and not well made. I mean, still it still has all the problems of the other ones. I think it, I think to a far lesser degree, and I think the CG and and like the the extent of like the design of what they were trying to do in that is so cool, and I really like it. I really like where it's going, and I really like. Yeah, you can really appreciate. That. Yeah, exactly. Like that's that's the one that way they do laser beak, and they have like the opposite bumblebee, and and I mean it gets really violent for like no fucking reason at the end. It just goes nowhere. It it goes, it goes like balls to the wall but I, I even that i respect you know it's like if you're gonna fucking have a robot if you're gonna go grimdark with your robots they may as well like rip their fucking spines out of their body and shit like that um yeah, literally happened yeah i know because I, this is what they it, it's it's kind of it's kind of like what it's kind of like what logan did for wolverine it's like it's like it's wolverine he has metal claws as uh, he has metal claws. go there Go show there. It, show it do off. it. I, I like. I'm totally. I'm. 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 I, I'm nothing against that. And I. I'm losing my point a yeah. little bit. But uh, I. I think the big thing here is that like. I think that the reason I'm going to hate this movie more is that there is even from like the rest of the series, there is a distinct drop, even from the previous movie. And the previous movie was a drop from the movie before it to such an extent in the level of editing quality the cg is still great you know you know grimlock looks cool the dragon effect well i think the dragon's a little i don't like the design of the fucking dragon i think the knights are all very samey uh i I think that's a that's always been a problem for the decepticons and it's extended to the knights here um 
but I think like you know, and they, I think it's the only thing they they highly designed, and I like that what they did. They highly designed like five transformers and focus on them, which is what they always needed to do. But at the same time, it's just like a huge fucking problem in this series that like you can't follow all the existing character stuff, and and the editing is just compounded in here, and they have nothing to edit together in post, and it just seems like you just get this jarring mess. And that's the thing is like I really want international markets to respond to that dip in cinematography, that dip in editing, because those are undeniable. Those are undeniable. Those are culturally above, above and cinematography and editing is a cultural thing, but it's undeniable to some extent within the cultural context that even they can recognize that there's a dip in the quality of the editing and the following of the action. Right. I couldn't follow characters even you know what i mean like the, the right. good example is the characters at the beginning where like they set up like oh these these kid characters who are in the abandoned yeah. chicago and then you follow this what character. the fuck i i wouldn't even get to that what so the weird. fuck like, was that i don't know she, and then she came with them like the junkyard it's like okay all those kids are there those kids are never seen if they leave the junkyard ever she again disappears never seen for like an hour from. and a half and then just comes back randomly. I'm like, oh right, you were a character. Oh, I kind of no, forgot. No, no, no. That's the thing. Is like they never. The other kids never get to the junkyard. He just puts them back into Chicago, and then Does she he? hides I in I his saw truck. One in the junkyard. I'm so confused. Did right they? Now. I don't. I, I literally. I literally don't know, guys. Like, yeah, I, yeah, I, don't I don't know either. what to tell you. I'm not going to argue about. But this that's a great. That, that works with my point. That like you know, <laughs> you don't know. If you don't understand <laughs> the dialogue. You should understand where that character is. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, like, like I, I, I don't even know why I started arguing with you because like it's, you're absolutely <laughs> right. Like, I'm not, like, like I was like I was like. Like, I was like, I'm pretty sure, but at the same time, like now that I think about it, I was like, I don't know what the fuck was happening. Well, what are you talking about? <laughs> I certainly don't. Know. I, I was I was hyped yeah. up on candy, and I could barely stay awake at that part. Like, I, and you have infinite supplies of candy as well. Just like, it's like, oh yeah, no this this was a, this is a Transformers movie. This is like I drink I drink an espresso and then get like a giant thing of Butterfinger twit like dots Butter. yeah. and like drink a giant <laughs> soda. Like this this that's that kind of movie. Like they're popcorn yeah, movies, and huge... then there's like and then there's like hopping up and you're down, rip somebody spine out and that's the thing is like when they doesn't rip anyone's spine out i'm just not there for it and the only shot is in the and the only the most violent shots are in the trailer where he like cuts off seven dudes head and it's that's so crazy. it's so anticlimactic because you're like it's so unsatisfying yeah, yeah. like so underwhelming Be- i mean i mean i mean even I mean, and like um Ben, uh, like Ben, ben remember, remember that remember that video you sent you sent me like a couple of weeks ago where the guy where the guy was the guy was like I'm gonna review this movie before it even comes out I'm gonna tell you what happened he was right on a lot of stuff <laughs> he was pretty spot on about a lot of it and it's like wow these movies are that predictable and like and and I and I bring I bring I bring that I bring up that video and and I will try to remember to like post like take post post it on our, uh, on, on our Facebook page so so everyone can see it. When when he, when he when he when he was like yeah so Optimus is going to be gone for most of it and he's when he's going to show back up he's going to be really evil but guess what it's only going to last for about five ten minutes and after that he's going to be like oh no we have to save the planet Earth spot on all 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 he all he all he needed was Bumblebee being like Optimus Prime I am your I am your I I, I am your oldest and dearest friend I would lay down my life for you oh shit I'm so sorry that's right what yeah, have I done and, and also <laughs> like the like the fucking voice line which is which is also like uh, that's the thing is like it like the you know. His voice in it, how it works, is an important plot point for this movie, and not just this movie, but other movies. And we still don't uh-huh. know how the mechanics of B's voice works. 
Right. Like, like, like he just had uh, it at the end. He didn't replace anything. No, he yeah, had his right. voice back at the end of one, and then they like throw a halfway line where like Shia LaBeouf suggests that like you know he's playing it up, and then it never comes back, and it never comes back again. Wait, did they? I totally forget. No, that. in the second one, like that's that's the reason because they like they like the way that B talks, and they need to justify it. So his voice has just always been broken. So like, and that's and huh. that's it. And they'll probably do it in the next three. There'll be there'll be some half-assed then, reason as to why B doesn't talks with the radio again, and that's and, and, and it's and a more they, they, they don't and then they try to. To insert humor, with like, like. Sorry, go ahead. No, I was gonna, no, I was just going to bring up how towards the, the beginning of the film with 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 that with that random ass nomadic trader robot that just appears and oh, is gone. Steve, and you, Steve, oh, Steve Buscemi. Yeah, yeah, what? Where the fuck did that come I, from? I, I, I heard I that he loves know. using Coen Brothers actors, and there's another one. <laughs> you know? I don't know, and how and how Bumblebee uh, B- Bumblebee and gets like, like offhanded like line about how he's going to cover himself in oil. Like, what the fuck was all that? <laughs> I don't know. He's like, here's Starscream, who I know from the cartoon. Here's his head. I'm like, Jesus, what's happening? In this oh, movie? and nothing. <laughs> what have I missed? <laughs> nothing drives me so crazy as the fact that like Megatron picks up his head and is like, oh, my old treacherous friend. He was never treacherous in this series of movies. You don't even care. You're just basing it off the TV show he was never treacherous once to you in the whole all the movies never not once sorry that just really he wasn't treacherous me. in this he, he wasn't as much treacherous as more of just like well megatron is gone i'm gonna run things now and the megatron shows up and he's like hey nice try i'm sorry i'm still here there's there's still to the me there's still like no there's no uh, I know I agree. That there's no justification for him call, from calling him treacherous, but it's just like eh. I, I don't know. I guess I guess like I, I like it is fresh. Sorry, Peter. We actually really need. We need I need to go. <laughs> okay, that's fair. I just I, I just want to bring I just want to bring up uh like at the at like this big huge thing that they just drop in the middle of the film. Oh, by the way, Earth. It's not actually Earth. It's Unicron, aka. One of li- one of like one of like figuratively and literally like body wise one of the biggest transformers in existence. He's he, we basically just got dropped in us in the middle of the film. Oh, by the way, planet Earth is a robot. Yeah, <laughs> I transformer. I think the thing is that is a cool concept, dude. Like, oh no, it's a really cool. And that's concept. the thing is like there are moments in in like Transformers where I'm like, yeah, that's a cool way to adapt Transformers, you know, like that's yep. a cool way. And then they just never follow through on it. And that's the thing is like I'm I don't think like the concept artists and the people that are putting this together is like when people when I remember when our this is kind of one of those things. It's like looking back on Obama's turn. It's like at this point the like the biggest thing that had happened is that like was like a uh, Grey Poupon Gate when like people mm. got mad about him liking spicy mustard. <laughs> like that's yeah. that was the biggest problem that happened in his first hundred days like, upset about. like it's, and it's like looking back and it's like i remember when the first transformers came out and we were just all angry about how over designed the transformers were and i'm yeah. like yeah it's not really the problem <laughs> like, like guys calm down yeah i, I don't know i think uh, i think the, it's all perspective say, yeah the only thing i've left to add is i was very surprised of all the things that turn into transformers um I was really surprised to find out Anthony Hopkins was a transformer because when he gets shot, he transforms into a thirty-year-old stuntman with gray hair. It was really surprising. <laughs> oh man, that was good. Oh, that, that was, was good. Oh, oh Ben with sliding in with the groaner. Oh, I love it. <laughs> oh, I love it. I was right, wondering so how to get that dumb joke that. I made like three hours ago. Into this. <laughs> no, those are always my favorite. Those are always my favorite. When we do when we do D and D, like I think up like dumb jokes like hours before, and then like half hit and half don't. <laughs>
Yeah. All right. I need to. I need uh, to get going. So yeah, let's let's wrap this baby. No, up. Let's go oh, this no, baby. No, yeah. Like. Well, uh, before 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 we close it out, Jack, do you want to like quickly run through our last ad? Oh yeah yeah yeah, real fast. Uh, Just very quickly. Oh, and coming in in a three and a two and a one for you, the listeners of the Booty Gang Podcast. FreshBooks is offering a thirty day free trial to give you the opportunity to see their service. That's tryfreshbooks.com. So go on over to FreshBooks. It's a free. Uh, well, it's not free. You, you're gonna pay for it. Because this is an ad, so if they're paying us to advertise something, clearly it is something that you have to buy. Sorry for that, but it's worth it. Go FreshBooks.com. Go check it out. FreshBooks is an online cloud-based accounting service that allows you to put together your books and get all your stuff and information together to run a successful business or just organize your life. Go out on there and check it out. I cannot do TSM without it because like, our shit has gotten super complicated because we have fucking ad lines for all of our members as well as all this shit that's going on with each individual cast and we're expanding and all this shit. It helps me keep life crazy. You know, Life's crazy enough as is. FreshBooks just helps to simplify that just a little bit. And they keep everything and they make sure that I'm not going to go to jail for tax fraud, which if I went to jail for tax fraud over TSM, I'm not going to lie. That would probably be the pits. Like, just saying. To try FreshBooks free for 30 days, just go to www.gofreshbooks.com and enter the Movie Gang podcast in the How Did You Hear About Us section or get a 30-day free trial at www.gofreshbooks.com backslash gang. And I'm out. Yeah, <laughs> thank you very much. All right, so before we close out, scores. Let's rate this shit. Dude. Ben, you're first. Oh, go. God, How do you rate Transformers <laughs> the last night? Ah, yes! Ooh. I was so scared you were going to go to me first. <laughs> oh, no, it's going to be you next. I know, I know. Boy, oh, boy. Um, I guess I'm fine with my rating being a lot lower than maybe others. We'll see. Uh, because I think Bay is capable. I actually do like... 13 hours the secret soldiers of Benghazi which is like a problematic movie politically but I think is like everything he did in that movie is stuff he did in Pearl Harbor but better um, mm. you know what I mean and I I think the same for Pain and Gain which is its own problematic movie but I think is very interesting I think he's an interesting director when he's not making Transformers movies so I don't really I want him to retire from this franchise and do other things um, uh, this movie is a mess the editing is just a nightmare. You can't follow anything. The characters are bizarre. It's just it, it, there is no pace or structure or <laughs> plot. It is just bits. I think Jack is dead on with that. It is just <laughs> things that happened. I just watched things happen for yeah, two hours and a half minutes. Yep. And like there wasn't like a story. Things just happened. So, uh, but I can't deny there is talent involved with these movies. I just think it's all just pointed in the wrong direction, which is why I'm giving it a two point five out of 10 that's actually a little higher than i thought you were gonna rate no, same i give it a two i uh, um i uh i uh, this is not a, maybe this if is i'd the see dark of the moon it would be worse because there's better it sounds like than this you know oh, oh no and i think that's the thing is like when transformers do good i get depressed but i still recognize that there's like good moments in them uh dark of the moon is not good <laughs> like, like okay. it's not like yeah. like no, like we're 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 like dark of the moon is like teetering on a four and a five plane like this right. is still this in is comparison. still yeah like, like we're, we're, we're talking about, I'm like you're probably like people are like are like oh I bet Jack really likes Dark of the Moon nah no nah, guys that's <laughs> not, I'd still be the low man on that cast too I just like I'm really in love with that one fight sequence and that's like the most depressing because thing. it's so well done it is it's really well done and it is the most depressing moment in the whole franchise for me um so that's the at least it makes me feel something which this does not um <laughs> and I think that's the thing is like the there is a it is not just trans this is Transformers so it's all the issues and problems that have consi- that have 
plagued the series throughout. It is also a giant dip in the technical quality of this specific movie as opposed to the other ones. And All right. that's the it's just the worst Transformers in my book. And that's like that's hard, dude. <laughs> like that's yeah. that's a low yeah. bar to be the lowest yeah. rug on. I'm just saying. Yeah. That's, <laughs> no, that's fair. Yes. Well, I'm just going to say that I'm surprised I'm giving it the lowest score. Wow. <laughs> Holy shit. Uh, I am giving Transformers the last night a 1.5. <laughs> and and it's my my my, re- my reasons are for both just like this movie as a film but also personal because yes, this movie is a mess. There is so much happening, too much happening. There's no sense of purpose. Michael Bay has no idea what he's doing anymore. He's just scrambling around putting shit together in a way that is worse than when uh, Revenge of the Fallen came out because at least because because I could at least follow some of that. This one is just all over the place and he's uh, words. <laughs> but personally, personally, it's it's like. I am at a point where I cannot. I I don't feel like I can defend this movie anymore. I I can't defend this series anymore. If if you are going, if this is how, with your with your, with your directing duties, if this is how you're going to go out, oh my god, I feel so bad for you, Michael Jesus Bay. What were you thinking, Peter? I oh feel so bad for you. This is I how did, you're going out. This is I, your last film. I'm not surprised that like. You and me that probably cared more about the series as a whole. No offense, Ben. I mean, you, you haven't seen him. No, that's fine. <laughs> but like, 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 I think maybe because of like our whole thing, like we recognize that this is not just this is probably the worst of them. Yeah, yeah, I could see that. Like, yeah. it, 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 it makes me. The last night makes me cautiously curious and i and when i say cautiously i mean i'm i mean i'm I'm, i mean i'm standing like 10 feet away and i'm just gonna see what happens but i'm i'm not i'm not next to it cautiously curious as to how in the world the bumblebee movie and transformer 6 are going to play out if they actually go through with them yeah Man, I didn't even get to my fucking uh, rant on Power Rangers in this movie, but that, I, I just don't want Honestly, to. Honestly, it's want not to. even needed. It's not wanted. You, you, you deferring stuff about media. You, y'all, y'all know me well enough to know what the fuck I'd say. Yeah, <laughs> I, 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 I have an idea of where I could go. Yeah. Um, so yeah, Movie Gang Podcast gives Transformers: The Last Night a whopping two. Fuck! I did not see that coming, guys. I'm excited. Nope. That was fun. Uh, I, I, I'm not gonna lie. I actually did. Oh, I totally fuck. saw. Well, this I guess, coming. I guess, like, I did expect you to give it like a four or something Wait. and pull us up like a bit. Like, so we I'm, fucking I am... saw the Mummy too and gave it a two. We need to start seeing better movies. The three it's of not, us. It's not my fault. I swear. Like, we all agree. No, why is it the three of us are the worst? Like, it's always the worst. Hey, hey, hey! Everything. A, a, a lot of things always have to always have to have a dip. Right. This is just a low point of the summer right now. I think that I, I there will be some uptick. Don't worry, we'll, it'll come. Oh, we're we're okay. We're actually, you know, why we're okay? It's because like we got all eyes on me, and then we're gonna yep. have Spider Man Homecoming. God willing, yep. uh, knock on wood. And then the War for the Planet of the Apes, Dunkirk, Atomic Blonde, and then Dark Tower. Maybe we'll see. And we're not, Baby we're Driver. We're not doing all eyes on me. We're doing Baby Driver next week. We're doing wait, Baby Driver. Baby Driver. Baby, Baby Driver, Driver comes all out eyes next week. Came out a week ago. 
Yeah. Oh, I need to. We just need to adjust our list. Sorry, I'm I'm by, fucking excited. By the no, way, they, they moved it up a month, like a little while ago. That's why. Uh, yeah, I need to. I probably I do these like I do this list at like the beginning of the year, and then just like don't check it. <laughs> by the way, speaking of war, speaking of speaking of the uh, war up for the planet of the apes, finally saw the trailer for that. Oh my god, I need to catch up. Yeah, I feel good. so left it's behind. It's good. That, it's good. All right. I, I, that Peter, looks so I, high. I like having, anyway, I have yeah. to go. Sorry. No, I just want to say I just want to say that. Anyway, so dear listener, thank you so much for listening to this episode of Movie Gang Podcast. We are part of the Tuscan Shed Media Network. You can find this and our other podcasts at Tuscanshed.com. Along with MGP, we have Animania, a podcast that discusses and reviews anime, Geek Space Nine, where we talk about the Star Trek television series, Deep Space Nine, and Feast for Bros, a review podcast a review podcast about Game of Thrones, which will be back soon now that season seven is now that season seven will be premiering later this year. So definitely look forward to that one. You can find our podcast on iTunes and other platforms. Please rate, review, and share so that more people can find our stuff. We can keep bringing all of this awesomeness to you because we really like doing this and we want to keep doing this. And, you know, we want to be able to reach you. So, until next time, this is Peter Dancy along with Ben Hallworth and Jack Newman. This group of level assholes that, actually, when you think about it, came together to review another shit movie like we did, like we did Hardcore Henry last year. <laughs> and, we have re- and we have been reviewing... A dumpster fire that I can no longer defend. (laughs) (laughs) We uh, we will see you guys next week. Have a good one. Bye. And we will never abandon you. For we (laughs) are the people of this world. And this world is your world. A world of heroes.